0: The Hockadouille Breakfast Show with Connor Kitto Podcast. You would not read about it. The Stags are 2 and 1, and they probably should be 3 and 0, oh, to be honest, but it's a process, and I'm sure Jamie Mackay uh, from the country is thoroughly enjoying said process. Jamie, if you're the owner of a pub down in Southland and Greg Dyer walks through your door, surely he drinks for free. Good morning.
1: Well, he deserves a pint. Mind you, the, the bloke he's um, replaced, or he replaced, not going too bad, Scott Ede, but Greg Dyer's been on the on the fringe of the Southland team now for a number of years, and he might have had a few. He's, I know he's had a few kicks for Southland, mm. none like that. That was a real pressure kick, and um, cometh the hour, cometh the man. So absolutely well done, and I'm with you, actually, Connor. I think the Stags could have been three and zero. They yeah. were pretty unlucky up against Bay of Plenty, and um, I've just found I'm just in the sweet spot with the TAB with the Stags. I, I just I should have had the balls to take him head to head or under the best bet for the stags. if they When they win, kind of, they normally, they're an underside. But mm. um, just go to the TAB. Take them on a point start. Take some money off the TAB. I think the TAB will uh, actually awake awaken from their slumber and realise yeah. now that the stag side's quite a handy side. How's
0: the weather up in Dunedin today? It's um, a mixed bag down here, a bit of snow around the region, but nothing too serious.
1: Honestly, um, it's calm calm before the storm up here. It's uh, not hardly a breath of wind. Uh, It's coming. I'm flying out to the North Island this afternoon, so I'm hoping it comes after I get on the plane. Mind you, I have to go through Wellington, so I don't know if I'll be going anywhere, uh, to be perfectly honest, and even Auckland. uh, If I divert it up through there, they're thinking of um, closing down the Harbour Bridge if it gets too windy. So, yeah, look, this is a a weather bomb that's affecting the whole country. The only the positive thing out of it is it is September the, let me see, the, the 28th. 28th. Um, the majority of the lambing is in Southland is through, but it's the guys on the, on the higher country, the later llamas, uh can face a real pounding from this because this is going to be around. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm hearing you had uh, some pretty horrible weather yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're <coughs> you're going to get some more today and obviously some through till Tuesday. It might be Wednesday before you get a break. So if you're lambing uh, out there in the three days of foul weather, um, it's a a hard ask. So my thoughts go out to to the farmers out there lambing in this in particular.
0: One thing that's been heating up and I've been noticing a lot more of lately, Jamie, is the the campaign election and trail is definitely full bore ahead. I've been hearing ads on radio for Winston Peters, your local MP, so on and so forth. Can we expect some more of this on the country today and in the coming week or or are you going to hold them to account?
1: Oh, no, no, we've, uh, we're full of, um, politics heading into the election. That's what we're here for, especially when it comes to rural politics and, um, and who is, uh, uh, who is going to do the right thing by farmers? I suspect the current lot won't and it's only going to get worse when Winston goes. I, I think he's a goner. Well, oh, we can, uh, we can, I think we can almost safely say yeah. that. And there's an old saying, you should never write Winston Peters off, but he's only 1.9 in that read research be 3 poll last night, so you know, gee, um, the Conservative Party, or the new Conservatives, whatever they're, they're called, are polling above him. So he's mm. gone. I think the Greens <laughs> will get back. I've always said they've got a constituency of 5 or 6 or 7%. They're polling about 6. They'll be back. Labour will take them in as a coalition partner. I hope, I'm, I hope I'm wrong, but I think I could almost write the election result now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you, should we be concerned for Judith? I mean, I saw the, the preferred PM, she was only at 17% or something.
1: Yeah, well, you've got to remember the bloke she replaced, Simon Bridges, was way lower than that. He was sitting yeah. at about 5% at one time. Look, the, the game for Judith Collins, she's wanted to be Prime Minister all her life, ever since she got into politics. She's coveted this position. This is her one shot at the title. So even for the National Party now, once again, I hope I'm wrong, Connor, but even for the National Party now, it's not necessarily about winning an unwinnable election. It's about shoring up their base. And for Judith, Mm. it's to stop the bleeding of the votes to the ACT Party because that's where a lot of them's going. She'll need a result in the... In the mid to high thirties, or else she might be for the high jump as well, because there's yeah. a whole lot of, um, ambitious people coming in, including a guy by the name of Christopher Luxon, who gave up a job at Air New Zealand. His timing was pretty good there, um, to take, to take on, um, to join the National Party and, and, and in his mind be a future Prime Minister. Look, I, I think she's done quite a good job. She's got another uh, debate coming up on Wednesday night, the TV3 debate. We'll see what happens there, but, I just think uh, Jacinda, the Labor government, the COVID election, is—and and it is a COVID election, she's just got too much sway on. Or Jamie, way on, should I say.
0: <laughs> Jamie Mackay, the host of The Country. Thanks for your time, mate. We'll catch you back next week and have a good one on The, on the Country today. Yep. Cheers, Connor. Good to chat. The Hakanui Breakfast with Connor Kitto Podcast.